This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. You're the one who protects the flock, and that requires an eye for detail. Because when safety and well-being are on the line, it's the details that can save lives. Even when no one else is watching, you see everything. Granger gets you, and we're here for you, and all the ones who get it done with a wide range of safety products and solutions, plus board-certified safety consultants here to answer your questions. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Look out, takes, Almunia saves, knock out, follows in, Almunia saves again. And now Watford are on the counter-attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy Dini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Good evening, everybody. How are you doing? It's Justin taking charge of this for now. Peter will come on in a bit and we'll co-host it. But I'm first on this evening. So, uh, yeah, there we go. We can win matches at home. Who knew? I think that could be the first match we've won on a Saturday for a while. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's been 11 months since we did that. So, yeah, it feels good, doesn't it? If you want to join in and um, have your say, make sure you press the request button and uh, I'll bring you in and uh, you can have your say on Watford 2, Norwich 1, which started, well, I, you know, we could have had a goal fairly early on, penalty missed by Imran Loser, but I think he made up for that fairly soon afterwards by scoring a goal. Yes, <sighs> who knew? Who knew that putting Semmer on the right and Saul on the left was the answer? No one. <laughs> no one knew that was the answer. Bilic did, apparently. Bilic knew that was the answer. He was. Um, he knew what was going on. So, yeah, that was, uh, that was a, a fairly decent match. I mean, the, the second half was a bit kind of quiet. Nice to see, I have to say, Kalu coming on for 90 seconds. I wasn't expecting that. Pedro, he came on. He looked all right, I think. He made some contributions. So, on the whole, listen, it was a terrible time for kickoff. No one wanted a quarter to eight kickoff on a Saturday the crowd was pretty good from where I was sitting. I think people were uh, up for the match. One thing I would say is that um, there isn't, there doesn't seem to be any pot sale out kind of demonstration mindset going on. I didn't see much of that. I've got to say, uh, didn't hear any songs against the board. So maybe we live in a bit of a Twitter bubble. Who knows? I'm going to bring in Josh J Solo. 
if you hit your mic button, you should be able to come in. Are you there? Yeah. Hiya. Hello, mate. What would you like to say? I'd like... I'll just a word on the Potter thing because, you know, we've all... I, I, we've all obviously got Twitter. So we've all been... We've all been watching what's going on. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, wear the white T-shirt. Didn't see a single white T-shirt for the Potters. Wave, wave the white hanky or whatever. But... I, Not quite true. Myself and Peter and somebody else in the rookery end was doing it. Okay, well, then, yeah. well, then then I applaud you for actually being some people to sort of keep to their word. But I don't know if... Are we actually Pozzo out or are we... It's just such a results basis because everyone's in a good mood now. I, I would say I am still Pozzo's out. I also, you know, I wasn't... As you can tell, I wasn't protesting a lot. But it's just such a results basis and it's just weird what a win can do to our mood because now it's such free, it could be three great victories in a row you know Norwich is a bit of a rivalry there they mill away you know I think we've started up both tiers it'd be great to win there um, and then obviously as, they, as we've been calling it the lot up the M1 would be great to beat them so it just it's such a crunch period and it really could kick start our season I think you're right. I think you're right. I mean, I, I wasn't. I went into this game not very hopeful whatsoever. Um, everyone I spoke to before the match had said, "Well, I think we'd be lucky if we uh, win this one." Um, but when it, we did, what was the difference? What was the difference tonight? We played think? like the difference was we played like men and as a team. There was no one that sort of went into a challenge, sort of half-hearted. Everyone wanted it. You know, Dan Gosling. I don't think I've ever. I, I don't know the time he's ever played right back, but I mean, he was arguably at fault for their goal. But he was a like he was just a man tonight, and that's what exactly what you need. You need big. You just you just need to have bollocks at the end of the day. And it was the first time this season we've actually done that. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think um, Dan Gosling's played at right back for the last couple of matches actually, but um, he looked quite comfortable there today. I think the whole team looked fairly good to be honest. It was yeah, it was one of those matches where you have to kind of applaud them because they did the job. Like I say, you know, speaking to people before the match, I would have said, "Oh, we're going to lose this three 0 or whatever." Yeah, didn't happen. So yeah, no, I, I, I think it was. I was preparing for a repeat of last season, but it's, it's the first time I've properly. You know, been proud to say, like, Sam a Watford fan. Like, I don't know if I'm the only one who feels that way, but, you know, walking out of the ground feeling proud for the first time probably this season. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I think walking out has always been a bit rubbish this season. When you think about maybe the uh, League Cup game against the MK Dons and when you think about Swansea and um, other games you think, a QPR, yeah. you know. So, yeah, it was, it was really good. It was, a, it was a good game. So, um, thank you very much, Josh. Thanks no for coming on. It's been lovely to speak to you once again. I'm going to bring in Neil now, Neil Silverstein. Uh, ben and Ellie, I can see you're waiting. I'll bring you in in a bit. Neil, how are you? Uh, yeah, confused. Why are you confused, mate? Tell How us why. How the fuck can we play like that after the way that we've played previously in the season? And, and I guess the, the only thing that I've come up with that Billich has had a little bit of time to work with them. But yeah, obviously promising. I don't, I don't want to flatten the mood, but it doesn't, <clears throat> you know, the performance and the result doesn't mask the underlying challenges we got. I mean, Christ, Cathcart hobbled through and we're desperately short of defenders. And th- that's a common thread. But, I mean, to, just to answer your point, Gosling, interesting enough, he made his debut for Plymouth as a right-back. So he has played there before. But for me, the um, the challenge he made towards the end against Sargent was absolute quality. Yeah. And, and they really have dug in there. I mean, Sars turned up tonight, well, first half he turned up. And, and they've actually delivered a performance... I guess aligned to the potential they've had. It, it, it was it was quite impressive. I, I think, like most people, very apprehensive before the game. 
not knowing what the hell was going to turn up. But I, I just want to get try and get some consistency. But I, I don't know. I just think that the, the squad is really down to the bare bones right now, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. But if you've got a squad that's down to bare bones and they can, you know, beat Norwich 2-1 at home when they're second and, you know, they've been playing very well this season, something's clicked. Uh, I think you're right. I think the fact that Billage has had a week to be with the players has made a difference. And I think perhaps moving Semmer over to the right and Saar to the left has made a difference. I, I don't know. It just We seem more in control tonight, don't you think? Yeah, we, 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 uh, to be fair to Billage, that was a master stroke swapping them over. Obviously, they responded to that at half-time. And you saw the effect of that. It did somewhat negate the threat that we had. But yeah, it's, for me, it's, we need to get consistency. So the, as the previous fellow said, Millwall and then um, not, yeah, the scum, they're big, big games, right? Yeah. If, if, yeah. If, if I just hope we turn up and play the way that we play today for the next two and, and then, you know, you've got yourself a solid foundation to build on. But Christ, we need a decent penalty take because... I mean, that that penalty is shocking. I watched it on the telly and it's a poor penalty, but fair play to him for his, his character to pop up and with a very, very accomplished finish for his goal. Absolutely, yeah. I said to Peter, who's sitting next to me, I said, please not Saar. And when I saw Loser pick the ball up, I thought, oh, have we got half a chance? When was the last time we scored a penalty, by the way? I said to Peter, well, when was the last time we scored a penalty? And he thinks it was against Millwall, one of the last games of the season last season when we all went up the pond. Is that right? I, I think so. But I mean, for me, a penalty, Troy showed us the way to take a penalty. Just put your foot through it straight down the middle with as much power as you can get. I mean, it, it served him very well, right? Certainly did, yeah. So, so there's plenty of players out there that can strike a ball well. So, I, I, yeah, I, I think that, I hope that doesn't come back to Hawkins later on in the season. But I, I mean, that's a minor thing, right? They all, they all showed up. Loser did look class, very composed. Uh, and, and kind of just just took the sting out of Norwich when it was needed. And you know, I, I, I know some people have knocked Chowdhury, but I thought he was immense today. There was one phase in the second half where he, he pressured the um, the fella back who was playing wide out on our right, their left, and just forced him back and forth. Didn't dive in, didn't get any rash. Just again, composed, but composed in defending was uh, was was impressive. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, mate. Yeah, no, it's good. It was very, very good. Thank you, Neil. Lovely to speak to you, mate. Have a good um, evening, everyone. And you, mate. Yeah, we'll catch up with you very soon. Ben and Ellie, I know you're waiting, but I'm going to bring in Greg Wendover-Horn. How are you doing, Greg? All right, mate? Hello, mate, Justin. You all right? Very good, mate. You must be pleased. Yeah, nice to see you before the game as well, mate. Nice to see you before the game. Uh, I have... Yeah, but both of both of us were saying, oh, this is going to be a bad match, yeah, weren't we? We, we were, were both we going, were, oh, yeah. not sure. We were, yeah, we were. Um, I'm going to give you a left field man of the match. Oh, go on then. Goslin. I th- he played well. I th- he did play really well, didn't he, I Dan thought Gosling? he was outstanding in a position that's not natural to him. I've actually seen him play there before for Bournemouth once when they had a, they had a crisis at the back and we went there and he did all right. And I thought that the lad did all right tonight. I thought he did all right. Um, Absolutely. So fair play to him. Fair play to Gos. Bit of squeaky bum tie at, at the end again, wasn't it? And at Saar in a decent first half. Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a very good first half. Yeah, yeah. He, he played very well, and it was nice to see. Um, what's his name? I've forgotten his name now. <laughs> uh, Kalu. 
Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he, he, he ran well for a man of 52, didn't he? Um, he did very he, well, mate. Yeah, very well. He got down the line very well for a, man, for a man of 52. I'm surprised with Davis's fitness. Second half, he looked like, you know, I think he went off a bit about 20 minutes too late. He was looking to go off a lot earlier. I'm surprised he's not, not a little bit fitter than he is. Maybe, however, yeah. However, he did all right. Saar did better. We played in it almost for me, and, and I don't know how many people will agree with this. We looked like we played in a 4-1-4-1 formation. Uh, uh, That's what Peter said to me. It was a 4-1-4-1. Yeah, yeah, it looked like yeah. a 4-1-4-1 to me early doors. And actually, I think it looked quite good. Uh, you know, first half, first half in spells, we looked we looked a decent team. Had to concede our customary goal, didn't we? Where the defence did st- stand stand off uh, a bit too for yeah, a bit too much for me. But all in all, all in all, better. I'm not going to let it sugarcoat how I currently feel about the club at the moment. But yeah, all in all. A little bit better, and loved you to have three points, and I think we're up to tenth, which is about I think where we are, about where we are. Yeah, yeah. Are Are you going home a happy man tonight? That's the question. I'm going home happier. Yeah, Uh, for my sins, I've got a ticket for Millwall, so I'll be going to the wall on uh, on Wednesday nights. And uh, good man. And then, lads, it's the big one next Sunday, isn't it? Yeah, not looking forward to that one, Greg. Got to be honest, dreading that a little bit. But um, a little bit of belief has been instilled after tonight. Let's hope the boys are up for it. Let's hope the boys Absolutely, are up for mate. it. Let them get a few Absolutely. of us into London Colney this week and educate them how much it means to us. Uh, that, Someone needs to. Yeah, that is massive. That is massive. But all in all, all Absolutely. in all, better, better. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. All right, mate. Safe journey Cheers, mate. back. Cheers, just. I'll catch up with you soon. Well, uh, thank you very much, Greg. Ron, I can see you're waiting to talk. Ellie, I can see you're waiting to talk. Going to bring in Ben. When you're ready, mate, hit the uh, mic button. Evening, gents. Hello. Yeah, so, well, I think I've, I've banged on about this quite a few times since I've come in. It's uh, crazy how a bit of legs in central midfield sort of covers up some of the the areas of weakness we have. So Chowdhury and, and Luz are just running a little bit more keeping hold of the ball for a couple more phases, doing all those things sort of covers up a couple of the cracks um, a bit better than Kayembe sort of just passing it sideways and not really tracing anyone. So I thought, yeah, you know what? It was a solid performance. We did what we needed to do, got the win and just sort of got over the line eventually. So we just just keep a bit of keep a bit of movement and mobility and, and up for it and we've got a chance. So what what was the difference for you tonight compared to the last couple of matches? I think, well, one, having people track runners so that we weren't overloaded with our very weak defence. Obviously, we saw that a couple of times. They they had chances, which is going to happen in the championship. It's going to happen in games. But a bit more mobility in there from that. And then I think it was the more progressive, but the more phases of play we we passed for. Um, there was less times where we were just sort of hoofing it or passing it backwards to then hoof it and stuff. Loser, uh, Chowdhury and, and Esprilla quite a, quite a few times in the first half played some really nice little triangles. Sort of kept the ball within 10 yards of each other 
but then we were making five yards at a time, five yards at a time. And then we would look for, there was that one where Spiller tried to play it over to uh, Kamara. It was just a bit too long. But we were looking for those pockets of much more attacking threat in that first half. And I think that was the real difference. We weren't going sideways, sideways, backwards, long down the middle, and then the ball was coming straight back to us. And I think that was the key thing there. And, and, and loser brings that, and we all know that. And I think that, that gives our defence some time to recover, get their breath back, reset, and make sure we're not getting overloaded too much. So um, it's really key for us in that middle of midfield to keep Loser and Chowdhury and Espria or Jal Pedro, whoever it is in that, to, to keep the ball moving and that momentum going forwards. Absolutely, yeah. Do you think? How do you think we're going to do in the next couple of matches? Do you think we can carry this momentum forward? God, this is that's the big thing for us now. It's we've had these couple of times already this season where we've had good performances or, or wins, and then it all just falls apart again. And if we do what we did tonight and and a bit more, I think we need that little bit more. I think the guys on the wings went a little bit quiet in the second half and didn't really help us out too much. Um, if if we all add that extra 10% next two games, yeah, I think we can keep it going. If we remember what we do really well and keep doing that, then then we've got a good chance of the next two games. Um, but you know, it's Watford. We could just turn up and be absolutely horseshit for 90 minutes against Millwall and lose 4 nil. <laughs> it has happened before. Yeah. It could happen again. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Ben, Cheers, very guys. much for your call, mate. Lovely to speak to you. Just going to have a quick look through some of the comments before I bring somebody else in. Uh, Paul Fianda Turner says, ill at home with deadly man flu. Well, hope you get better soon, Paul. Enjoyable first half and yeah. last 20. Cathcart immense. Loser and Chowdhury really solid. Gosling put in a real shift full credit to the team overall yeah i can't disagree with that hampshire hornet says deserved win 100 although performance was still not great and squad depth a big problem yeah you're right uh, lack of fans there was very telling even with late kickoff maybe playing a part yeah i think possibly we've not had a back-to-back win since april 21 so millwall is a big test is that right april 21 the last time we had back-to-back wins wow that's a long time ago we've got one from lee thomas no slow start for the first time this season felt like yes yeah um, right, so let's uh, see who else is hanging on. I can see five of you waiting to speak. Uh, let's bring in Uncle Ron. Rupert, how are you? Good evening. Hello, Rupert. Hello. Um, it was a bit better tonight. A, a little bit better. There seemed to be... Excuse me. <laughs> Taking the dog for a walk. Um <laughs> 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 that must mean you're in a good mood, Rupert. Uh, well, I, I, I like my dog a lot, so it's, it's, you know, it always puts me in a good mood. Um, there was a bit more desire there, and one thing that people haven't mentioned is um, the absence of Cabaselli. What a difference it made. What a difference it made. Um, well, I, I did say to Peter, have you noticed we're not missing Cabaselli? <laughs> but, yeah. No, I had a bit of a an argument on Twitter with Andrew French this week regarding Cabaselli because... Um, yes, yes. Did, did see that. Yes, yeah. um, Bilic said that um, he was injured uh, in, with, uh, in the build-up to Blackpool's second goal when it really looked like sheer cowardice that the, he couldn't be bothered to challenge his man. And I said to Andrew French, you know, well, if he was injured, why was he not immediately substituted? 
And if he wasn't, if it wasn't injury and it was cowardice, he should also have been immediately substituted. And um, I said to Andrew French, why didn't you answer that question? He said, I shouldn't have asked him to ask that. But anyway, it's time. Well, by. I think what he said was, I think what he said was, he said, you know, I can't, you know, ask every question that I think you might want me to ask him, I think was his reply. Yeah. Um, it seemed like a fair kind of match between the two of you, backwards and forwards. I don't think anyone's going to ask Bilic ever, um, do you think Cabaselli's terrible? Why should you not have taken him off after the second goal? Um, but, yeah, I think between the two of you, you kind of had a fair exchange. It was a, an even match, shall we say. Yes, but but either way, he, it, it's about time he's not in the team. He's a horrendous footballer who I think doesn't take his profession seriously. Uh, and we looked a lot more of a serious football team without him. I thought Gosling uh, made a wonderful challenge at the end. Credit where it's due. One must always give credit where it's due. But um, I do think Norwich suit us in terms of there's very, very little pace in their team. Uh, Pookie looks like a, he should be playing in a soccer aid game. Um, knows, <laughs> no, you know, he, he knows where the back of the net is, but very, very slow. So, um, you know, they suit us, I think, in terms of opposition. But nothing changes for me in regards to the owner. Absolutely nothing. But um, I wouldn't expect you no. to say anything else, Rupert. No, I would, I, no. I, listen, this time last week when we spoke to you, you gave a very impassioned emotional response to the loss at Blackpool. You're not screaming and hollering today, so I guess you've been placated a little bit, yeah? <laughs> Come on, Rupert. You've been placated a little bit. No, Come on. no, not at all. No, no, not at all. I mean, I can't. I can't deny that there were better performances today, but in terms of the club as a whole, I haven't been placated, no. No. All right. All right. All right. Never mind. Okay. Go and enjoy your dog walk, Rupert. Enjoy the I rest am. of your day. I am. He's a good right. boy. Thank you. Good. Lovely. Lovely to speak to you. <laughs> See you later. Peter, hello. Come and take this over this, will you? You've missed, the, you've missed the opportunity to ask him if Uncle Ron's dog was called Cabaselli, because that would be wonderful. He's still there. Ron, is your Ron? dog called Cabaselli? And if not, what is he called? He's definitely not called Cabaselli. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. No. Enjoy your day. Enjoy right. your day, Rupert. Okay. See you later. Bye. Peter, I'm going to leave it in your capable oh, hands. Oh, oh, oh. Well, well, whatever. Okay. Uh, hello, everybody. I've just got in. <laughs> well, that was that was different. I don't know who you've spoken to or, or what's been said thus far, uh, Justin, because I was uh, I was schlepping my way back to the car and then and then getting back. One thing I will say about the just weigh in on the um, uh, Andrew French Uncle Ron debate, which was which was excellent, was and I called it out on the um, when you i and carl got together and had a chat about it was he looked for the second goal against blackpool like he had stopped pulled up but his arm his hand didn't go back to his hamstring cabaselli um and i thought he was going to get brought off and then it was um it was i think sierra alta who who got who got taken off shortly afterwards with a with a definite recurrence so sometimes you can have a a twinge of these things, almost like a precautionary measure, um, those, those kind of injuries, and not actually kind of, and and you go, I'm going to come off because otherwise it might go completely. But hey, you know, that's that's one of those. It's one of those, right? Who have we got? Who's wanting to come on and talk to us? Oh, oh, we have. Look at that. We have Mr. Carl James, who is uh, 
who I believe was at the game. I didn't get to get to see him. Carl, if you uh, if you hit your mic, you should be able to uh, to come on. Oh, spinning wheel of death. There you go, Justin. You 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 brought me on, and everything's gone wrong. Carl, you there, yes, mate? hello. How are we? Hello, fella. Well, well, you must be a bit more cheered up. Well, I, I don't want to say cheered up. I you know lifted. That's it, really. <laughs> I couldn't think of any other words to describe that. I was, oh, shit. Oh, oh, shit. My, my brain fucked on me there. But, uh, yeah, um, it was, uh, yeah, a, a lifted is, is, is a great expression. Um, I, I, I thought we were set, we set up really well. The, uh, the manager had us organised, which is nice to see. I, I, I'm still recovering from Blackpool, not only from Collins' 85,000 views, on TikTok, no, but <laughs> eighty-five thousand views on TikTok. But I thought you were going to say eighty-five thousand. No, 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 no. Yeah, exactly, eighty-five thousand views. But I'm also recovering from Blackpool. I've had uh, my, me and my family have had this terrible stomach bug infesting us uh, over the last few days, and uh, I can only blame Blackpool. So uh, back back at you, Northerners, and I, uh, and I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure it would, I'm sure it. Would, It'll appear on the uh, match day vlog uh, a little bit later on once I've edited it. But um, oh, lovely. Nice. Um, but we weren't playing Northerners today. We were playing people that love carrots. And <laughs> and, and quite honestly, um, when I came into this game, I don't know about the rest of you, I was dreading it. Absolutely dreading today. Uh, I thought uh, I I even predicted to the uh, to the Norwich fans in my absence because I was stuck on the M1 uh, a three nil loss. To, to, to Watford and how wrong was I tonight how wrong was I but look um, you know Watford flattered to, to deceive on many occasions we've got this huge game and, and every, everyone's come out the grounds in, in this buoyant mood and it's it, and it, as it should be because we've just beaten Norwich who were second or third in the league second, second, second yeah, in the second, league they could have gone yeah, exactly so in this buoyant mood that we've just beaten the second in the league and you know blah blah and we've got, and everyone's, everyone's like, I can't wait till Sunday. I can't wait till Sunday. Sunday, we're gonna, we're gonna fucking win on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, but what about Wednesday? Because we've got this, we've got Millwall on Wednesday. So let let's get them out of the way first before we uh, before we fully focus on the caravan campers. Um, but overall, guys, I mean, I've got to say, you know, really, really different performance. I thought we, I thought we looked organised. Um, I've heard a little. I've, Right, I'm gonna. I'm not a, a, a rumor monger, but I'm gonna throw one out at you. I've heard a little rumor, so I'll throw it. Go on. Um, oh el- God. El- Go on. Allegedly, allegedly, I use those words. Our manager, Savin Bilic, did not pick the team that faced Blackpool on Saturday. However, he did pick the team that faced Norwich this evening. Uh, I'm not going to say who picked the team on last week against Blackpool, but you know, you can all use your imaginations for that. But I'm told on, on good authority, on good authority, and I and I know generally when I hear these things, they're 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 pretty much there. Uh, he did not pick the team to face Blackpool, um, and he's well. Yeah, go on. The, the the question has to be who who told the person who picked the team against Blackpool? You're not doing it against Norwich. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? That's the thing. So you know that there, there seems to be this big split in the club. I, I you know we we've all. We, we can all feel it. We all know that it's there and and whatever. But that there's this, this massive divide between you know definitely the, the owner. We could probably uh, bring in Scott Duxbury in that. I, I think there's a massive divide because on one hand, uh, Gio Elta was going, 
Scott, you know, uh, and then all of a sudden he's he's not. He's here to stay. We've lost the manager. We've got Savin Bilic. We've all had to readjust yet again for the 954th time. There's a lot to there's a lot to pick apart on our club, and um, I, I just hope I just hope that we get some stability somewhere along the line. And, and I said this after the um, the Stoke game when we won four nil. You know, it's all about consistency now for Savin Bilic. You know, he's gone to Stoke his first game. We've won four nil, but it's about stability now. Uh, he hasn't had that since. And if if what's going on behind the scenes is true, and as I as I understand it, it is, he's not going to have that stability. So if he has picked the team tonight, and it is if it generally is his win tonight, then whoever's getting involved in team selection, whatever, needs to fuck off. He needs to stay away from it. Let him do his job. Do what do what he's doing, and and let him crack on. Because quite honestly, the, the, uh, as I caught the end of uh, Ron's dog walk there, whatever's <laughs> going on in the club is, is poisonous. It's, it's massively poisonous. And we shouldn't be talking about that tonight. We should be talking about a massive win against carrot crunchers, against you know people that love vegetables more than we do. Uh, and it's, it's a good night. It's a good night, ladies and gents. It's a good night. And we should all celebrate that. I'm going to disappear back into the pub. Much love to you all. Please uh, like, subscribe. I'm, uh, Peter, I'm just going to do a little, um, a, a little uh, thing here. Please like, subscribe, not only to the YouTube channel with the Matchday Vlog, but also the TikTok channel that we now have, which is, which is, which is blown out of proportion. It's huge now. Huge. Thanks to Colin, our good friend. Steady, steady, <laughs> steady, steady. One viral video. Let's try many, and build on many that. Many to yeah. follow, many to follow. Yes, yes. The TikTok is like the YouTube, only not as good. If you could imagine such a thing, <laughs> it's going to be even more, even even more piss yes, than yes. normal. So if so you like that, go to stay TikTok. Stay for, yeah, look you forward know. to it, look forward to it. I, I, it'll be uploaded tomorrow morning, so look forward to it. You've just walked into the toilet. No, I haven't. I've walked into a really tight corridor. Look, if I go back... Uh, no, wait, wait, wait. If I go back outside, look. Now I'm outside. Oh, there now you I'm go. outside. <laughs> and then I go back into the okay. corridor and it goes really weird. Yeah, sorry about that. All right, yeah. Excellent. You too can win a remote control, Carl, in our up-and-coming competition of... No, we don't need to move Carl around. Carl, thank you very much, sir. That's God bless you. Then. Well, that, that's, that's very interesting. If, if Slavin Village didn't have the team selection did he have it for the previous two games the Swansea and the Stoke game because you can kind of understand he didn't come you know he came in without much time there may have been some assistance but interesting I thought I thought today look you know chalk and cheese in terms of Blackpool I don't know if you kind of discussed it with everybody already Justin because as I say I, I kind of came into this late so my apologies but the the level of pressing that we had from from the the midfield three who basically were, I think the tallest was five foot ten. You know, it was a real diminutive mid, midfield three of uh, Aspria, Hamza, Chowdhury and Loser. But the the level of aggression, the level of shutting down, the energy, the, the determination to do the things that we haven't done so many times this season was absolutely, well, it was, it was wonderful. It was great to see. And a lot of people have said, you know, Hamza Chowdhury has had, you know, kind of fallen off a cliff since his first game. But I think we saw, and, and it'd be interesting to see what people think. You may agree, you may disagree, whatever. In, in terms of, he looked far more comfortable today because he had a much more limited remit. It was go and press the ball, go and win the ball, go and give it simple. And between Loser and Aspria, we had uh, a level of, to use uh, uh, 
Lou Orns' term, you know, progressive passing, opportunities to go forward with the ball and go and hurt the opposition um, was really something. The switching of Semmer and Saar really brought Ismail Saar alive. Justin and I were discussing whether or not, you know, we'd not seen him on the left before. And I did mention that when you look at the the, the videos from, from Stad Wren, he quite often would switch out to the left. Uh, and he had a, a selection of uh, of quite impressive finishes from the from from the left side cutting in a la kind of Anthony Marshall or or even like Thierry Henry in terms of you know from that position cutting in kind of something we're kind of familiar with and that really kind of brought him alive which was something to see um anyway let's add in oh oh it's Brett let's add in the big Lebowski Brett spinning wheel of death going off again Old, uh, old Twitter Spaces is taking its time tonight. I think this must be a Saturday night service it's doing, taking a little time. Brett, if you hit your microphone uh, button, you should be able to let us know. Brett, you there? Yeah, shit, I nearly missed my exit there on the motorway. Sorry. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. I got it, I got it. Up the slip lane. Don't, Sorry. Don't do that. No. Um, what a difference a, a, a win makes, eh? I mean, uh, there I was sitting in my pots are out T-shirt, feeling like a bit of a knob when we went... Two now up, but uh, <laughs> I'm still. You know what Carl's just said is very, very worrying, isn't it? I mean that that and, and and it makes me think that that's been what has been going on for a long time um, between our uh, our uh, sporting stroke technical director and various managers along the way. But um, it was very refreshing. I sit right by the Norwich fans, so it was. You know, it was, it was it was it was a pleasure to be there uh, um, when the second goal went in. I just think we could have killed it off. You know, we had several opportunities, and um, and I was just sitting there waiting for them to equalise, and luckily that didn't happen. So it's it's great. It does paper over the cracks. It's also let's see what's approaching. You know, no, we absolutely. Can't, we can't, we're not we're not just going to be complacent now but you know suddenly we're five points off the top well i think i think an important component would be and this is where you know and we 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 can't be we mustn't be guilty of saying if it's good it's credit to someone else if it's bad it's it's credit to the you know the hierarchy because life very rarely is ever that simple for example people mentioned that keenan davis was um, uh, and Courtney Hawes were oh well those are those are Rob Edwards signings. Well, we know from Courtney Hawes that actually Watford were in for him last January, and we know from from as far back as the Everton game, which was the day they appointed Rob Edwards, that we were in for Keenan Davis. So I think we do tend to credit bad things to the hierarchy and good things, obviously, to the manager. But I think the good thing we can appoint to the manager is he's had his first full week to work with his full exactly, squad. Exactly, yeah. Because if you remember, when when he came in, I think he came in on the, what was it, the, the Monday, but he kind of started on the Tuesday. It was international break time. So he had probably, what, three days with his non-international squad. And then he went, into you know three games in a week, so that doesn't give um, uh, Slav and Bilic an awful lot of time to get things across. We had a we had obviously had a good uh, performance and a good result against Stoke, but a lot of people said on the day Stoke were woeful. Well, yeah, they were less yeah. than disappointing, it, weren't they? I mean, they really were. It's a culture thing. Cool. Just to come back to what you were saying, though, it's a culture thing that I'm I'm you know when when they when they fired <laughs> Edwards, it, it's more about. Um, you know, we're back to the old model. 
And I agree. Sure, Slav. I mean, what you know, if 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 they'd taken on Bilic without without any of that phrasing that we're all very aware of, all, all that was said beforehand, and then we're back yeah. to the old model. And 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 uh, what bloody amazing manager to have, really. But it's the culture and what we thought we were building. And and before today, you know, would we have thought that we'd be seventeenth with Edwards at any point? You know, so. So it's 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 look it's great. Let's celebrate the win. It's it's great to be back in with the possibility that we might actually not be relegation contenders. But um, yeah, watch this space, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I think tonight shouldn't shouldn't even touch on the culture piece. I don't think it's a question of that that, that this yeah, result changes issues. anything in, yeah. in the in the same way that Blackpool didn't. You know, the the thoughts and the comments in this last week, and obviously everybody feeling very down about it, has gone has spoken to all of the things that we that we've spoken about. Ad yeah. nauseum, and there are loads and loads and loads of them. But tonight, I think I think you're quite right. I think you know people are are, are, are driving home, and uh, you know some some people on the comments yeah. had said, uh, "Do you guys ever uh, Ryan? There you go, Ryan WC. Hello, Ryan." He said, uh, have, have, <laughs> "Do you lot actually ever go to the games? Because you're always on before I get back in the car." <laughs> yeah. No, we, we do. We we kind of uh, we kind of hightail it back thereafter. We got to hear um, the pesh mode. So that's the main thing, isn't we, it? Oh well, that's this. No, that's that's all good. Nothing bad, as far as I'm yeah, concerned. Absolutely, that's all good. That's all good. But anyway, and I agree. And tonight, I managed to speak to. Uh, well, I presume I was speaking to John Parslow via uh, via semaphore um, in in the uh, from one stand to another because I think we were the only ones waving our. Uh, Waving our handkerchiefs, so we didn't feel as though there was a there was a groundswell of opinion that, that that seemed to join in with us. There may have been some other people I didn't see. I was obviously too busy waving to John. But I have uh, my pots no, are out yeah. t-shirt, my homemade pots are out t-shirt. Like, I took a lot of shit on Twitter for, but also uh, quite a lot of support. And uh, I don't think it made any fucking difference at all because no one would have seen it. And I don't think the cameras picked it up because I'm at the top of the Elton John stand by the away fan. So. There you go. I didn't do. I no, didn't mate. get the handkerchief because I missed ten minutes because I was watching the game. So <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. Cheers, Peter. I must All say right, though, man. Brett. Brett, thank you very much for buying oh, me a yeah, beer in the red line rematch. Very, yeah. very much appreciated. Right, thank you very much, mate. That was my prediction, right? You there were you right, go. mate. You there were you right. Go. Yeah. There you go. Your there you go. All right. Cheers, boys. Nice one. Cheers, fella. Right, somebody who uh, who always likes to join us. Let's get uh, let's get Ellie on. I'm gonna I'm gonna scribble out the four words because, as we all know, when we get Ellie on, we always play a bit of a game of hangman with her and see whether or not she uh, she falls into our pit traps. Now, I'm not going necessarily for the obvious, or am I, Ellie? How are you? Hello, doing? darling. Uh, what how are what we? did you think of? I'm we're, we're very well. Thank, thank you very much. for that. Is all I've that got to say. Nice, Thank fuck. That was a nice welcome. I came home. I didn't get anything like that welcome. Thank I'm fuck. so clear. I have Thank got a happy household tonight, boys, and that is all I am happy to say. I've got a happy mum who is 63 years old. She watched the first half and went, fucking hell, really? Ellie, can I ask a question? You your 63 your sixty-three year old mother, who is almost as famous here as your two nephews, yes. more of them later, is she really as sweary as you portray? 
or are you putting words into her mouth that we're not expecting to hear from uh, from Mrs. Ellie Seymour? Well, she is extremely sweary to a point where well I done, have to well ban her to the bedroom to watch the football. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Ellie Senior, everybody. Thank I you. have Go. to send her to the bedroom, Pete, because her language is as well. She's just as bad as Uncle Ron, to be honest, and that's saying something. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Ron sounds like somebody out of Downton Abbey. I've never known him use a curse word. He doesn't need to. He has, no, he has he the command the of the word English language. Perverse, darlings. It's I, so I perverse. Know, but yeah, no, very happy household. Thank God we've got a win. Let's hope we can do over the the twats from up the road, to be fair. Well, so, Ellie, Ellie, I've got to ask a question here. Are we slowly converting you across to being a bit of a Watford fan? I get the feeling we are, because, and I'll give you the, I'll give you the honest answer of why. You, such words as them twats up the road is a very encouraging... No start. one likes I'll, Luton. I'll have you ever been to Luton? It's an absolute dive hole. Sadly, yes, I have, yeah, many so times. Have I. You know, tonight is a good step. It's a step in the right direction. I, I am still firmly Pozzo's out because I believe they mm-hmm. haven't done enough with the youth, but the less said about that, the better. Um, I've had a few vodkas tonight. I do apologise. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie, thank you very much. You're most welcome, darling. Love, love to your lovely sweary mum. Excellent news. <laughs> I'm liking to hear this. I hear this a lot. Right, we need to go to, we need to go to Paul. Here at the famous Sloping Pitch Podcast, we're following the greatest show on earth. But would you like pitch side seats for all the action in Qatar? The heat, the goals, the drama? Well, so would we. But why not join me, Nick Hancock, in Stoke-on-Trent and co-host Chris England in London's SW16. Every game live from England. The famous Sloping Pitch Podcast. We think this tournament could be OK. Sport Social. Paul, sir, are you there with your with your excellent Blaupunk colourful shirt icon? I always like yeah. that. Here, here. Um, <laughs> the change, wasn't it, from uh, the other game? Um, I think, uh, well, first, credit to uh, Trooster Kong and Cathcart, who were made, mostly Cathcart unbelievable tonight. Yes, uh, as Ron said, um, you know, they play in our hands a little bit and, um, you know, they're not the paciest side, but, God, they played well together. It was nice to see uh, a centre-back pairing play pretty well. Um, what, what actually I really liked tonight was the way they moved the ball. They they took one touch and they moved it. They took one touch and moved it. And actually, when Cathcart did stall, he just knew where to play it. There were little pockets for him to kind of chip the ball over the top. So, hopefully, that village is... Uh, uh, game coming across and um, helping us to start to um, you know understand how he wants to play and then our midfield just played brilliantly together really close together I feel like we played quite far apart No I agree I think uh, I, I thought what I liked about Truth to Kong, and I have been guilty of, of finding Truth to Kong, uh, well, having to have his somewhat suicidal tendencies on occasions when it comes to defending, I have to say. But he's he's one of these players that I desperately want to like. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, yeah, because, because he's got all of the you know, kind of physical requirements. He seems to be a very nice guy by all accounts. He has he has the leadership skills as his Nigerian captaincy and his involvement in the switch to four three three and the promotion you seem to suggest. Yeah. What 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 I liked, and this is gonna sound stupid, but hey, I tend to sound stupid anyway, so I just go with it. <laughs> is is the fact that when he, he likes to hit that right to left diagonal quite yeah. a lot. And it what I liked was the fact that he failed long. What I mean by that was if you're going to play it in football and you're going to play that ball, 
overhit it rather than underhit it. If you underhit it, then you know they're on at your back line. If you overhit it, okay, it's out for a throw in and we reset. And he did that a couple of times. And there was one where he hit it actually very well. Um, he always got them to see overhit and be stretching the defence. So you're always, as you say, kind of on the back foot then as as the defence. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's just, you just minimise the consequences if it doesn't work out. And if it does work out, it, it looks a great ball. There was one with which he hit, and he hit it quite ferociously, and it bounced before. I think it was I think it was still Semmer at the time was wide left. It was quite early on. I don't know. They may have rotated already, yeah. um, which, which was really very, something. They seemed varied tonight as well. Like, we were playing it left to right. We were moving the ball quickly. But even Truce played some straight balls straight through to Ospreya, which we haven't really seen. So... It was yeah, it was very positive from the back onwards. And yeah, the midfield just seemed to play together. Some balls into a spray with his back to goal and he twisted and turned well. Um Lauza, I think, makes a big difference for him there. You know, that maybe his passing, he plays it a bit earlier, gives the sprayer a bit more time. But again, I thought he was immense until he came off tonight. I thought he really controlled the midfield. Um so yeah, no, really, really positive in that. Um I actually don't sit too far from you, I saw tonight, and I saw you waving your white flag. <laughs> Because I, I counted how many I saw, and there's three: the two of you and uh, one other. So uh, I'm, I'm it's how sure. it starts, though. That's how it starts. These movements, you know. Absolutely, you have to be. You have to be the uh, the makers and breakers and shakers, don't you? So, yeah, uh, indeed. Well, it's very bold of you to carry on because you you definitely were there for a good minute, still waving. So uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it, and 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 the and the point, and I think most people can can identify that. Yeah, it, we're always going to be on here going. Look, it was a good win, great. Look, it looks like Slavin Bilic, who's had a week with them, has done something with them. I mean, the swapping of the swapping of Semmer and uh, uh, and and Saar really bought something out of Saar. You know, I mean, they made him the the man of the match. I'd have probably given it to loser personally. I thought he was I thought he was supreme on the ball. And he's one of these players who just seems to have time in the busiest area of the pitch. He just has a bit of time. Yeah. Um okay. and, and then and and, and he's got a passing range. There was one with the outside of his left to uh, to Yao Pedro in the, in the in the final ten minutes that was just oh, it was so good. It reminded me very much of myself in my pomp. <laughs> that that's not really true. One final last point. I'm read in um, in pre-season that uh, Dan Gosling won the bleep test out of the players. Mm. What did it show tonight when he uh, made that run and made that final tackle uh, right back? And yeah, he was, he you know, as people said before, for a player who, you know, is playing out of position, essentially, he, he had an immense game and um, just added probably another bit of grit and determination to quite a flimsy team we have sometimes. So, um yeah, maybe maybe an extra body in there who's willing to put his body on the line um, helped us get over the line. Yeah, I mean that that playing at playing at right back, I got nervous every time he went forward because he, he will keep running, but he hasn't necessarily got the out and out pace. But he gave it absolutely everything to get back and cover that that yeah, ball that sure. was going in. Yeah, going from the centre into the kind of the right side, and it was. It was it was reminiscent to me of the game when we played Everton last season, and it was it ended nil nil. But we put out effectively a second string, for yeah. want of a better phrase. And a lot of people came back and went, "Wow, Gosling doesn't like to lose a football match, does he?" You know that level of determination, concentration, organisation, lots of very very. 
basic, if you will, elements, not technical elements, but organisational and, and solidity. And yeah. he, he brings that to the right-back slot. And he doesn't have to go and be terrific down that side because, you know what, just by him being there, it means at least we can get Kamara, go and work and combine with, well, in that case, Saar, which was, which was really explosive. And that, so, Himself, doesn't it? You don't always. I think it's one of the things I always thought about Mario Gaspar, whether he ends up getting back in or not. Yes, he hasn't been great, but it does allow us to go forward on one side a bit more, and maybe he sits. And I think Goslin showed exactly that tonight. But yeah, his 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 intensity of his tackles. There was a one bit just into the second half. I think there was three big tackles. Yeah, Chowdhury got one of them. Gosling got one of them, and I yeah they were. But those those moments were what was so lacking. Sorry. I don't mean to take this to a negative, but, you know, it, it's got to be compared and contrasted from last week when nobody seemed to want to cover the ground. Nobody wanted to shut anybody down. Nobody wanted to, to give the discretionary effort that they needed to suddenly have Hamza was charging into people and shutting people down and doing it effectively rather than just kind of headless chicken. And people were, were, were clustering in. And there was one moment in the, it, it was in the first half, I think. Uh, yes, it was in the first half because they were attacking us where the ball went to their right back and four players clustered in and around him and forced him to go back across to the centre, uh, to the goalkeeper. And then he put it out to the centre back. By the time he'd done that, Keenan Davis had detached himself from that little cluster group putting pressure on him and got across all the way almost into the left back position for Norwich to go and go and press him there. The level of of effort and press uh, and determination and all of those things that as a fan you most want to see. You most want to see somebody going, you're wearing my colours, you're representing me and you're putting in the effort. I'll forgive you an awful lot of stuff besides if you do that, which is lovely to see. Lovely to see. Great. Thank you. It's a Saturday night. It's no time for football whatsoever. Have a lovely Sunday. Uh, you take care, mate, and I look forward to hearing from you again. You take care, mate. Bye. Wonderful. And hopefully we'll hear from Paul after after another successful game at Millwall, probably. Well, let's hope anyway. Um, let's add let's add in Mal. Mal, are you there, sir? If you want to hit your uh, hit your your mic button, Mal, and then you can join in. And then we've got Steve O to go to, which we will do. Mal, hey, hey, evening, all. That was better. Yeah, wasn't a lot better. Thankfully. Um... Good, good, good. We can set, we can separate that from the uh, from all of the other nonsense that we we like to talk about. But it's nice to have something good to talk about. I like this a lot. Yeah, Go we on, can mate. sleep easy tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there's one night yeah. anyway. Yeah, on. <laughs> there's just two things uh, concerning. Obviously, um, with what Carl was saying about uh, someone picking the team and that, um, there's a bit of a concern. That uh, the other thing is, do you think that um, our second half performance, especially, um, obviously dipped a little bit from the first. Is it because we're bringing players back uh, who have been injured too soon? And the worrying thing on that is, if if that's the case, are we going to have a fit team when we play? I know we got Millwall in between, but when we play the others up the road. Um, are we going to have a fit, fit enough team to for the full ninety odd minutes? Well, yeah, well, that, that's that's the sixty four thousand dollar question, isn't it? Really, in terms of um, it didn't look like we picked up any injuries or any nickels or any knocks today. I would hope that from a from a culture change, and I'm not talking about the club, I'm talking about the culture of the dressing room, um, that that Billich will 
you know, he, he he has commented that he was surprised at how many people there, you know, there were kind of shirking a bit. And he also called out, he also called out after the Blackpool game, the you know, that he was surprised that we didn't have players who seemed to want to go and win every game. Those were his, his words, more or less verbatim. Um, and I think I think we'll see on Sat on uh, on Wednesday night because it's a Wednesday night game again, isn't it? Yep. That we'll we'll see, we'll see them wanting to wanting to see that as an opportunity for three points as well i think we have to, i think we have to sorry to sound so cliche but take every game as it comes and we have to ignore until thursday morning the fact that we've got mordor town coming to uh, coming to play um, because the three points at the end of the season and i know this won't be popular we don't want to lose to them obviously we don't want to you know we want to take the three points at home next next sunday but at the end of the season, they're going to count up the same. So we've got to we've got to try and do all we can until Wednesday evening around ten o'clock once it's done, and then we concentrate on Sunday. So we've got to do that, no matter what the no matter what the state of the injuries. I thought it, it interesting. Uh, I did shout out at one stage. Kalu's alive because we actually got to see him come on even for two minutes. So he, he you know, we know that he's probably stretching the um, he, he's down to the to the bare essentials. Um, you also had Morris on the uh, on on the bench, who I think has uh, done a fine job. No, no reason why he shouldn't be on the bench. Um, but it would suggest if you, you know if you had somebody more senior back and available, he might have been the first one. You know, kind of been as a spare man per se. So we'll see. We have to wait and hope that Billich and the medical team can start to manage things a bit better than they have done and that the changing room culture, not the club culture, the changing room culture is about, no, you don't go in there into the changing room, into the physio room, unless you're injured, properly injured, and we, we need to make sure it's there. If he can do that and if he can do what he did to Ishmael Asar tonight, which was probably his... Well, I'd probably say it was probably one of his best performances of of the season. I'd probably say it was one of his best performances in a Watford shirt. To be quite I frank, I agree with you. Agree with you. You know, in terms in terms of again effort, he's also one of the first ones typically. You know, and his body language does him no favours. I mean, he you know, he's a young man. He's in a foreign land. He's 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 got people. You know fat idiots like me telling him what to do every 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 game and he, he's the one with the skill and the wage packet not me it's a fair play but he walked around the pitch tonight he made, he came around to everybody and he looked a different person his body his body language wasn't sorrowful it wasn't doleful it was he, he looked like this is at least something that you know I can take away. If he can do that and extend that to other players in the squad and start to take that forward, then then we gotta we gotta have our fingers crossed. Uh, so we shall see. We shall see, Matt. We shall see. It's an encourage. It's an encouraging evening, and as you say, we can sleep well tonight. Please yeah. for that, mate. Please Late. for that. All right, fella. Late. Can you take have, care now. Have Thank a good you. evening. See you soon, mate. And you. Bye now. Right, we have Mr. Parslow, who is going to want to come in and talk to me via semaphore again, I imagine. But before we do so, before we do so, we are going to Steve-O. Steve-O, I'm just adding you in there, sir. You should be able to hit your microphone. There's lots of... Ah, Steve-O, if you hit your mic button, you should be there. Lots of lots of spinning wheel of death, according to Twitter this evening, but I think you're there. Hello, can you hear me yet? Yeah? We are there, you're there. It is. You're there. How you doing, mate? You good? Yeah, good. That performance tonight made me feel a lot better, to be fair. So it was just nice to see the team perform in the last few weeks. But uh, hopefully the start of things to come. Fingers crossed, anyway. 
Absolutely, absolutely. Did did you enjoy the moment where we had a free kick and uh, and the the I'm playing to both Pat and to uh, both both Patrick and Pat here by saying the best centre back at the club uh, took it with his left foot. <coughs> well, did you see that? Great catch! I went, no, I'm not going to use my right foot. I'm going to put this one in with the left, and it was a decent ball as well. No, I know, and he's he's got see being an ordinary myself, I'm probably a little mm. bit biased, but. When you watch him all the time for his country, honestly, he's like a, at least a 7 out of 10 every single game. And the last few years for Watford, obviously, it's it's well documented that everything's not gone in his favour. But I do think he's, like at this level, he's a solid player. He can stay out of the ship. And if you had to pick between him and Cabaselli, the partner Trista Kong, or Sierra Elton when he's back, then I would definitely be picking Cathcart. Do you know what I mean? 100%. I, I think... I cannot think of a better centre back, and I'm including Sierra in this because he's 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 been a little bit erratic. I think he's been the most reliable, most consistent that we've had. Has he been the most showy? And no, because that's never been his game. I, I think Cathcart is uh, is under is underappreciated. In fairness, other people can tell me I'm an idiot, but you know they're normally my wife, so you know whatever. <laughs> never mind. So what do you what do you, who who else did you kind of uh, pick out tonight? What kind of differences did you make from the last few weeks and tonight? Well, the standout for me, to be completely honest, since um, Stoke really has just been the difference. Emran loses made since come back to the squad, and I just really, really hope he comes through the situation that he's in at the minute, doesn't get the bad, and keeps on going because we need. It's all well and good beating Norwich tonight, but if we don't go to Millwall and get a win or a point, it it, it means nothing. And I actually had a wee look after the game today. The last time Watford won two league games in a row was Norwich Millwall, so. <laughs> we need to beat Melbourne, and that was back in twenty twenty one. Twenty, uh, yeah, was that in the promotion season? Yes, that yeah, that was the promotion yeah. season where we beat Norwich oh, away, I think, and yeah. then we went and beat uh, Melbourne at home. They get promoted. We got promoted that day. Actually, that, that's yeah. when Norwich had the champagne on ice, and then we beat them, so they had to put it yeah. back in the cupboard. That's when it that was, was the yeah. last time. That was the last time we won two league games in a row. It was like a lifetime ago. That's interesting. I don't know if you remember, but the game before Norwich was Luton away. Yeah, and we uh, went there and we and we turned up, and we didn't turn up all in one all in one sentence. But uh, that was a but, but, but it, it was absolutely. But what we saw was the reaction, and we also saw the impact of what Dan Gosling could actually add when he's included in the squad. Yeah, uh, which is kind of, oh, low, low, oh, look at this! I'm I'm going to start going to be starting playing the Twilight Zone theme soon. No, I like this. This is this this is the level of of hokum that I can go to at about. What time are we? 11 o'clock on a Saturday night. Normally, I have a few more beers inside me in order to do it, but what the hell? Never mind. <laughs> that, that's all good. What, Steve, uh, before we move on to, to John and kind of look to wind it up, what did you think about Sars' performance moving to the left? Would you keep him there or would you kind of uh, – what, what are your thoughts on his, his, his relocation? Uh, in my personal opinion, mm-hmm. I think we maybe should keep him there because you see just, I'm just going to use Arsenal for an example. You see Saka and Martinelli on the wings. They cut inside all the time. You can see the damage that they do on a weekly yeah. basis at the minute. And although Sar is good on the right and has been playing for us on the right ever since we've signed him, just seeing him cut in the night and seeing what he can do, I think he looks far more dangerous on that left-hand side. If I, 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 that's just my opinion. I agree with you. And I said I said to Justin, who we were sitting, we were sitting together, I said, when, when he cuts in, from the right side, he, he's automatically on his left foot. Yeah. And so what, what he tends to do is pass it with his right so the ball goes back. 
Whereas cutting in from the left, if he cuts in and takes a shot, it's on his natural foot to go or or, or a little reverse pass or a little combination. And we saw a lot from, from the start of this season where we were looking at it going, well, who have we got to create? Who have we got to open things up? And as you say, this didn't happen before loser. Suddenly you had, especially at the end of this game, we had loser combining with Yao Pedro, and combining with um, uh, uh, Star, uh, going across and knocking the ball and bouncing it off of Davis and bringing Semmer in, who I thought had, also did a did a really kind of good workman like performance and was unlucky with his his turn shot in the box. That would have been uh, that would have been signed, sealed, and delivered. I'd have liked that an awful lot. But uh, no, all good, all good, nothing bad. Steve, I thank you very much, sir. Um, do have a good uh, do have a good rest of the weekend after after the stupid yeah, EFL no game on. The- I'll be opening up for next next weekend for the derby, oh. so I'm looking forward to it. Oh, brilliant. Well, if, if the bunker is open, come down the bunker and have a beer with us, sir. It'd yeah. Be great, it'd be great to meet you. 100%. All right. All the best, lads. You take care, sir. Cheers, mate. Look forward to catching one. you next week. Cheers, mate. Loving, Loving your time. accent, by the way. What mine, a great accent. Mine, no, not yours, Peter. No, I'm, no, not yours, Peter. No. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> My accent is mid-Surrey, apparently, from what I get told, even though. You know, what can I say, Middlesex? Right, let's see whether or not the person that I was waving to was indeed John Parslow. Let's also find out if John Parslow is also walking his dog. Um, John. Hi, Peter. Hello, mate. Was that you waving? Hey, uh, at least I know where you sit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was just, at least you sorted that out. Uh, it was, it was. And um, and, and, and I think, as you know, I, I'm actually, um, I am... A pot, pot so in. I am a big supporter of the regime. Yeah, no, 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 and, no. But I do think there's, I do think there's a need for a conversation via the supporters' trust. And um, yeah, that's what that was about. And uh, yeah, it was a little bit embarrassing um, because uh, I was kind of singing along, <laughs> cheering the team on at the same time as waving a flag and or waving a handkerchief well, as I was, and, and and a little bit of abuse I got. But but that was just for my daughter, who was really embarrassed. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we we we, we gave I think our all. What we say. got is: Are you surrendering? Isn't it? Are you surrendering yeah. already? Is what we got. I think. Yeah. Yeah, but um, yes. But I allowed me to have a few conversations with people around me as to as as the point because people who know me there know I'm really supportive of the team and I get behind them. So uh, so is that contradiction? So so if you want to keep it up, I'll keep it up and we'll see where it goes. So for that one. Uh, well, look, we, you, you see how everything goes in terms of what's going on, if it promotes the conversation. And as, as we said, um, both on last week's basis and also on the, on the podcast that we did, nobody has taken a straw poll of the people inside the ground who don't come online who and who don't kind of engage with, 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 this or or similar so you know it's an opportunity for them to go do i like them and the answer might be if we win we win and if we lose then i might grumble a bit but i go home and i then get on with it and that's perfectly fine that's all right for them i get that completely i get that completely but did you enjoyed the game nonetheless, uh, despite our me swearing at you in seven yeah yeah well, well i actually thought um the two of us or the three of us actually Spurred the team on because we got the penalty straight out and scored two goals. So, so someone took notice, even if Gino didn't. I thought so. Uh, so, so we we are technically one for one. I think is the is the phrase. yeah um, yeah no the game no the game was good. Um, I think there were a lot of um, unsung normally the unsung heroes. I mean, I thought Tristan Kong had an immense game. Um, as did Cathcart, as did Gosling. Um, I thought the balance of the team 
worked a lot better because Ch- Chowdhury looks better because he's got energy around him. So, so then we're not looking to Chowdhury to do the things he can't do. So you have that balance going on. Uh, loser, immense. I mean, how so was, I mean, I'll come back to Sal in a minute, but how he is man of match, I don't know. Loser, clearly was. Cause, and it wasn't just about his going forwards. If you, if, I'm going to watch the game back again in a little bit, but he put about two or three absolutely brilliant tackles in defence as well. In, in, in the penalty area, it's just that covering as well, which is really, really good. So, uh, yeah, that was really good. And Sar on the left was, Sar on the left was definitely interesting. Um, but I've, I don't know if you know, I don't think it was just about Sar. I think it was, if you watched, if, no, not if at you all. watch it back, Kamara had license to, to bomb past him. So it was opening up mm-hmm. that space and Kamara was shattered in the end. Um, by the way, he, he also went for the, for the white handkerchief around his head, if you noticed. Did you, did you, did you I, notice that? We, we did mention Terry Butcher more than once, I have to say. For, for, for those of us uh, old enough to remember uh, Italy 1990, and uh, he, didn't, he didn't have the, the blood covering his shirt ridiculously because of strange new modern rules saying that you shouldn't look like a battlefield hero whilst playing football apparently but there we go yeah. there we go john john lovely lovely okay. to wave okay you. that was good um, oh i have one last observation if it's okay and please please just please. one tiny one so it was a really good win tonight my one concern and this is where we've got cool. to really step up now is i've been and it was my thoughts over the last couple of games is can we do it back to back because this side sometimes looks like Absolutely. it gets tired Right, Davis. Maybe it's lack of proper preseason, as as your last caller um, just said. There's a lot of players coming back from injuries, and they're not quite so. Mm-hmm. So to do it three times in a week, but we got to find a way to dig in and go again and go. Well, definitely for the next two games, right? So, um, but they've they've got to step up fully. But uh, we'll see. But um, yeah, I'll be there on Wednesday. So let's see. Hopefully, it'll all be good. I'm I'm happy for him to use the squad. I think what we saw against uh, Blackpool was I thought Bayo didn't wasn't wasn't awful. I thought he kind of occupied and he ran around and people pointed out that actually when he went off we lost some shape because you lose a bit of familiarity. And uh, Davis came short trying to find the ball an awful lot and no nothing was on. But when he took him off with about six or seven minutes to go plus the injury time it, my always concern my concern is like that Sunderland game whereby mm. you take Davis off and he does so much to occupy an opposition back four to stop them flooding in and he does it all on his own most of the time in terms of just you know when they've got the ball he, he's, he's a bit of a constant threat and menace as we were talking beforehand well, that'll be interesting to see one question quickly John if I may do because I'm just going to go through now the uh, some some of the, the tweets that have come in and thank you everybody who's contributed uh, including your dog in the back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and, and Brett, Brett who, who was on earlier on, that, uh, honestly, she, she, she's such a prima donna. She <laughs> wants to have her own spot. Get your own podcast. Anyway, podcast, yeah. Brett, 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 oh, very good. Uh, Brett said, forgot to say that Batman was far too casual before their goal. He was so far away uh-huh. from his goal and could almost feel that goal coming. And at that end, if we get the, uh, the ball out quick, we could take advantage of their gaping open goal. Um, I because obviously their goal was scored at your end. What was your what was your take on the goal conceded? Um, I think I haven't seen it back on TV, but I thought um, uh, we just didn't. We should we should have fouled them in the field. We were we we're closing back back, and then he just got inside Gosling. But I, th- I think I think it was just well taken. I think he I, th- yeah. I think Sar- I mean Sergeant 
I, I, we obviously we made a player last year because he was rubbish and he, he looked really good um today. That was his eighth that was his eighth yeah, goal of the season. I, he he is on fire. We had a chat we had a chat with the guys in the preview uh, uh show and we asked about him because he seems to have really come alive yeah, since that yeah. kind of flicky flicky scorpion thing, whatever it was last, last yeah, season. It was right in the corner and I, I didn't meet I mean, I'm right behind it. I didn't look at Backman and think you should have had that. I think it was a really good finish. You know, it was, we just, we should have closed it down early or taken the free kick. But I think, I think it was a well worked goal that he took really quickly. So I don't know. I'd like to watch it back, but, but I, yeah, nobody was shouting at Backman, you know, but uh, yeah, no. No, no, no. No, that's all good. That's all good. John, thank you, sir. Uh, see you for, right. the, uh, see yes. you for the Millwall game. You take care, mate. Cheers. Oh, good man. That's what I like to think. Right, let's quickly go to uh, some, some of the tweets that have come in. Um, Luca responded to Carl's point earlier on uh, when he suggested that he had heard that um, Bilic was not responsible for the selection of the Blackpool game, but was responsible for tonight. We had a kind of discussion about that. And Luca says, of course, Bilic has had control of the team from day one. He's just had a week to work with them and get to know them. Um, you know, and that's I think that's probably fairly reasonable. Uh, where are the other spaces, question mark? Uh, the ones that only appear when we lose. Oh, OK. Uh, oh, fair enough. That's fine. Um, Hampshire Hornet said in reply to that, not sure he has in terms of that. Uh, look at the comments from the players before Rob got the sack and it looked like Gioretta had been removed. Also understand Gioretta has a similar influence at Udinese before the fans got him removed for them. Yeah, that was that was something that was uh, certainly reported. Um, Gioretta, this is Luke again. Um, Gioretta uh, may get in the way, but I'm not having that he picks the team over the manager. Fair play, fair play. Um here we go, Ryan asking about whether or not we, uh, whether or not we actually watch the, can go to the games, or if we got to just make up as we go along, which is all reasonable. Uh, Natasha, oh yeah, I know I like Natasha because Natasha's moved on from five word reviews into into longer form tweets. I like this a lot. Much needed feel good factor returns to Vicarage Road. Passion, commitment, and more cohesive team effort. Please continue with improvements. Final grade B plus. Literally be positive. Oh, I see. B positive. B plus. That's very clever. I like that. That works so much better if you're reading it like I do than if you're listening to me make a bodge job of reading it. Hampshire Hornet, again, deserve win 100%. Um, although performance was still not great and squad depth a big problem. Lack of fans there was very telling. Even with kickoff, uh, you know, maybe playing a part, we've had uh, a, a back-to-back. We haven't had a back-to-back win since April 21, so Millwall's a big test. Yes, there were lots of gaps. It was, uh, it was reminiscent of last year's Everton game, which again was an evening game. Um, I think I've banged on enough about how unpopular I find a Saturday evening uh, or Saturday night football, I should say. That's probably just me being grumpy, but what the hell. Uh, Gary, hello, Gary. How are you doing there? Quotes of the season so far. Fuck, I'm in a bus lane by Wendover Horn. I like that. Who the fuck's taking training this week from Ron? And fuck, I almost missed my junction, whoever it was. Sorry, that was Brett. That was a good one. Yes, uh, we don't like to uh, recklessly endanger everybody in bus lanes or on slipways, but we do seem to be having a habit of doing it. So, uh, so, uh, uh, Greg, Brett, drive safe, be careful. Uh, Andrew Argent said, can anyone hear this bloke? He sounds like he's metres away from his phone. Football. Oh, he's a football pool. You have to sit, you have to lean in more in future. Sorry, he sounded all right to me there, Andrew. I should have picked it up. Uh, here we go. Louis Teixeira, great stuff today. Dug in deep, caused problems first half. Second half was as good, but good fighting, uh, good fighting spirit from all. Big week ahead. 
some tough games, but the spirit and the passion is still there. Lee Thomas said no slow start at the, for the first time thus this season. Felt like that's a very good point. We did actually go at it with tempo right from the off. Um, thoughts and prayers for Paul with Deadly Man. There's, Paul, you obviously sounded like you had a bit of a cold there, mate. Uh, there was also a wonderful discussion, I have to say, on the thread. I'm not going to go through it between Wendover Horn and Ryan WFC uh, as to whether or not Greg had got a cold. Uh, and it it, uh, it rapidly deteriorated between the two of them, which is excellent news in a very, very funny way. Well done, both of you. I like that. Um, all I'll say is that uh, Wendover Horn absolutely denies any Colombian marching powder is involved, which is good to know. <laughs> Guys, right, we've come to the, uh, where are we? Quarter past 11. That, that, that'll do everybody. Um, it, it, Saturday night is a silly time for football. Once you're there, obviously it it. it it really doesn't matter. I know that. But um, it's a funny time. So everybody have a lovely day tomorrow. The inconsistencies of this team have made everybody pull their hair out. People have mentioned the, the lack of back-to-back wins or the lack, and probably the lack of back-to-back performances as well. But people making you know a lot of observations about the fact that, you know, this is Billich's first week and he can only get so much done in that time. Yes, there are concerns about the fitness in terms of the team tiring, but also in terms of having enough fit players to be able to take on this level and number and intensity of games uh, going on. So we will see. But we have to trust in the man to to be able to, to do his work. And, you know, out of four games that Billich has had, the, you know, the, the initial impact off on Stoke seemed reasonable, but I was more encouraged by this game tonight because Norwich were were far better far better opponents than, than we have seen, you know, and, and been able to beat them. I you know I was impressed with Swansea when they came in terms of organization. But I think genuinely I do think personally that uh, uh, Norwich have a little bit more than that. They have ground out results as we found out on the preview show. The the performances from them haven't been as slick as Norwich fans had previously had under Daniel Farker, but they've ground out. They've got a gritty determination. They came to Vicarage Road with a reputation of being able to grind out results, and they didn't do it tonight. They came a cropper. So fair play, fair play to Billich, fair play to the team who also came in for you know a lot of uh, a lot of concern and a lot of people questioning the character. That character still has a huge question mark over it, but. They can only start to turn it around one game at a time. So there's a first game. It's nothing more. It's nothing less. All eyes now go to Millwall. And then obviously, once Millwall is out of the way, it turns to a game that is more than three points. It's a game that's more than... It's a game that's more than just a match. It means more to everybody. And it's one of those games that personally I loathe because... I always prefer to want to win a game more than the fear of losing it. And I don't think that's necessarily the case with Luton games. Everybody will have, have their own thoughts on that. And, you know, it's just how you feel about it personally, but we know that next week is, 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 is the performance that we want to see. But in the meantime, we travel to Southeast London, we go to the den and we see whether or not Mr. Billich can come up with a second repeat performance and a second positive result um, for the first time since he's come here and the first time the club will have done it since 2021. Justin, sir, 
anything you wanna you wanna sign off with before we before we all head to our beds for the evening, or indeed to the drinks cabinet, one of the two. No, mate, I think you said it all. Um, let's hope we get a good result against Millwall. And yet, like you, mate, I am actually kind of not really looking forward to the game on Sunday. It's it's not one that I relish, um, but. You know, we have to play these games, so let's see how we get on. Indeed. Everybody tell us in the uh, in, in in the tweets that we're idiots and we should be more brave about these things, but uh, who knows? Who knows? Everybody, thank you so much as ever. Everybody who listens, everybody who contributes, um, uh, you know, it's so... It's, <laughs> genuinely, it's quite humbling that people kind of, you know, commune here and kind of just have a discussion and that people listen. It's really great. Thank you so much indeed. Um, here's to Wednesday, but tonight, what for two... Norwich City won. You won't. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.